Hello and welcome back to the Temple podcast. My name is Edward Pike. I'm the founder of the Temple. And this podcast is really a place for exploring the stories and the wisdom of our co-creators, the Temple co-creators, and some of the change makers and the visionaries of our time. So we kick off today a new series called Around the Table, which are roundtable discussions featuring some of our of our co-creators. And we start today with the theme of collaboration and partnership, which is a very juicy topic in these times of immense change where we're really being asked to to come together as a collective and to really begin to co-create and and to build, to rebuild a new world, a new society, a new way of being and living on our planet that is more aligned with who we are, with nature, and with our, our true divine and even cosmic self. So this roundtable features Nathan Fitchin, Josephine Blossfeld, Eva Solly, Rob Hamilton and myself. And I really invite you to just put your headphones in, sit back, relax and just take in all of this incredible wisdom. We also share some practical tools, some practical know-how and some journaling Uh, prompts that you can use to dive deeper into this topic and into this theme so enjoy 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 and see you on the other side okay here we go hello everyone hello welcome um welcome to everyone who's uh listening to the recording this is the first kind of temple round table or as we're kind of playing with now round the table on the theme of collaboration and partnership um, um, we're going to start with a round of introducing ourselves and and telling you a bit more about who we are and why we're drawn to this topic of collaboration and partnership um, just to frame a little bit the the structure it's called round the table because that's literally what we're going to do for part of it is to to go around the table and to really take our time to, to have our space to, to explore through our sharing this topic of collaboration and partnership and first be able to really receive what the others are saying. And there's two people in here that have experience, a lot of experience of this. So I'm really excited to hear from, from you about, you know, how, what you know about it culturally and, and how, it, how it creates um, better communication, let's say, and maybe better outcomes for people. Yes, so before uh, we start, I'll just briefly introduce myself, welcome round to me. If you don't know me, I'm Edward Pike, the founder of The Temple. Rob down here is also part of The Temple. And um, I point down here because he's down here (laughs) for me. So we've created like a virtual table, by the way, which we have to remember. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, we'll come back to, to myself, I think. We'll start with Eva. Yes, I'm Eva Solle and I'm Swedish and um, I've been working my whole life um, with uh, project management, you could say, and also been manager in some big companies. And um, my way of thinking of how to organize things is a very, if you say, organic way that Uh, If you say who is leading, that is the person who has the best competence and which which has the skills to lead as well. And I used to say that if you should be a leader, you had to have have followers, otherwise you're not a leader. And um, I mean, I have like, well, I don't know how it is now, 30, 35 years experience working in both Swedish companies, but also with um, global companies and been part of several mergers when uh, one business culture or national culture meet each other. And that is very interesting to experience. And because everybody goes in and the reason for the merger almost is like doing business better and uh, get rid of some people so you can uh, earn money on on a less cost. And the thing what I have experienced is that at the top, there is a lot of competition 
because it's very hierarchical. And if you come down to the real stuff when people do things, it is more like we can exchange so much competence and so much knowledge and make things better. So in the organization, I think there are big organizations. I think there are really means to, to partner um, if you don't, if, if you get, can get rid of the fear of losing your job, if I say so. And I worked as a consultant as well, uh, not employed in a company with projects. And uh, finally, I found an organization in Northern Italy, it's called Terra Institute, which uh, is my favorite company. I'm not working with them anymore, but I'm collaborating with them. And they have developed something that I'm so, so interested in, and it's called systemic business development. And <clears throat> it's about creating or not creating, defining a system where you can see the needs and in the system should, should also be like possibilities to, to fulfill those needs. And we defined also that companies has a very big drive. So I, my experience is working with companies. So I, I would like to work with small entrepreneurs that is a drive for the change that is necessary because the global companies, they are now, I think. And I've done my part of the personal development piece as well, just to present myself. And uh, that's with the Gestalt therapy and breathing therapy. I think that is enough for now. Thank you. Thank you, Eva. Thank you, Eva. So yeah, so I'm Rob. As Ed introduced me already, thank you. <laughs> um, English and living in Crete, which three of us around the table are. Um, I am a body psychotherapist and uh, I would call myself an executive coach and mentor, but I also work with nonprofits, NGOs for fundraising and business strategy. And that's, they're all things that I'm following as passion, things that I love doing. And they've come out of 20 plus years, I was running a charity in London as their chief executive. And so I'm, I'm now sort of a sole trader, for, for want of a better word, but I collaborate with other people in partnership in order to deliver the work, whether that's a client through body psychotherapy or a client through mentoring and coaching or an organizational client. Whereas before I was very much that leadership role that Ava talked about within an organization and trying to develop collaboration between teams. And the, the word that struck me when Ava was talking was fear. Because I think if we, if we think about partnership and collaboration, it's about people, it's not about an organization, it's about people and how they fit into an organization. And as human beings, we, we live in fear. We, we want to be connected, we want to be loved, we want to be seen. And I think in anything within a, a partnership, within a, a collaboration, whether that's relationships, life, work, passion projects, then we have to have something that makes us feel safe in order to contribute from a space of truth and honesty. And if we're, often in a situation like Ava mentioned where we're at work and we're in a space of fear and there's that hierarchical system then we're not collaborating in truth we're collaborating from an ego from an identity that's been created in order to stay safe so we work within now the confines of that ego and I think that shows up a lot with leaders where they need to be seen as a leader in order to feel as though they can hold that space. And so they perhaps aren't as much open to partnership and collaboration because they want to be in control because that's how they see their role as leader. Um, and, and I think what I've found and certainly what I've developed through my own work is true partnership and collaboration comes when you are able to connect with passion, connect with passion for what it is that you're trying to do. And so when I was managing people, I had a team of like 40 plus people, 
the one thing I learned about human relations in terms of personnel management was really find the passion that people have for something and encourage it and support it. And that's when they give their best. If they're forced into doing something, then they're not really collaborating. They're doing their job. And, you know, productivity, efficiency comes from people doing things that they enjoy. And so it's about encouraging that. And I think the working in teams, you know, the, the idea of having a hierarchical system and a leader, actually, if everybody is following their passion and the passions that are around that table collaborate in such a way that you create a whole, so everybody's a leader within their passion field, then that's collaboration. That's not a hierarchical system. That's everybody working for one common purpose that they all have a different perspective on maybe, but there's a purpose behind it that brings us together. And I think that that's where I see collaboration and partnership. And that's how I see that the, the world outside <laughs> has this idea that it needs to be something different purely because of the way we are as human beings in order to try and to fit in. That's enough for now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Yeah, that was great, Rob. Um, so my name's Nathan. I've been basically traveling for the last seven years on and off um, around the world. And initially I was doing so to explore permaculture and intentional communities around the world. And I think um, through that kind of began to understood what, what we kind of need as communities to, to stay strong and see places where it hasn't functioned and places where it has. Um, and now in the last two years, myself and, and Josie, my partner, we've been collaborating together on our small business called uh, Wild Feet Productions, which is about our creative media and how we can help other small businesses and NGOs with, with their projects and see how we can fit in to what they're doing, which is essentially collaborating again and again with new people. Um, and now I'm also working as a freelancer. So on top of our own projects, I'm also collaborating with a number of different people. And every day I'm, I'm getting to communicate and learn new ways to provide value for those people through our collaborations. Um, and I think, you know, when, when we think about collaboration and partnership, what is it that we are trying to achieve? is fundamentally to create value for more people. So it's a, a utilitarian tool to create the greatest amount of value for the greatest amount of people. And we, I think we're moving into a time where we're starting to recognize that we can't do it alone. We have to rely on those around us to make that happen. Exactly as you were saying, Rob, like if we really want to grow, if we really want to succeed, we have to, recognize the skills and values that each of us has and come together on equal grounds and have respect for those values. Um, so I think that's, that's kind of how I see what collaboration is. And from our, like our work and our projects, I think it's really, you know, it's, it's a really important time, especially as, the economies are being hit around the world and small businesses are struggling financially. Um, it's, it's really a time where people have to come together we have to support each other and we have to create those partnerships. And the partnerships provide value beyond financial value, which still allows us to function in a, in a much better way. So for example, being able to exchange skills and services versus paying someone to do something, you know, we still have the same result, but there's something much more empathic and um, there's so much greater potential out of looking beyond, uh, this is a value exchange, but this is like, this is a whole collaboration, a whole partnership. And those, the, the, the things that you get out of doing that are hard, harder to measure, but also much greater in their value, I believe. Mm. 
Um, thank you for that. Thank you for all of you. It was wonderful to listen to. Um, so yeah, my name is Josie. I am from Denmark and currently in Bali. Um, I have also been traveling for many years since I was 16. I dropped out of school in Denmark, um, out of a very creative school. Um, um, and then, yes, yeah, so since I was 16, um, well, I was kind of like reflecting on like how I should go about this because I feel like, like just before going on the call, I was wondering, I reflecting on myself, um, like what is partnerships and what is collaborations actually. And I think it's such an individual definition reflection is also a very somehow a personal experience and for me I never experienced being in an organization for like never actually I've actually never worked for someone else um since I was 16 I've been I guess collaborating with people but more like individually and with what I have to offer um, and one of the things that I'm doing is I offer photography um, and through the years and through my own personal development I have come to realize, especially the past year, I would say, um, how my photography services is not just something that I'm offering and it's something that you just pay me for and then you get something and I get something which is financial value, but how it actually is a, a collaboration, um, even though it's not a financial collaboration or something that um, we come together to necessarily create like another final product, but we show up as two individual beings. Um, and I think that in itself is some kind of a collaboration. Um, and I think just as you said, Rob, like it's about creating that safe space um, to be vulnerable enough to show up as the individual that you truly, truly are. Um, and that's probably where I'm really fascinated and where I'm trying to discover and learn more. Um, because if we can't feel that we can show up um, in front of others as who we are, we can't give fully. We can't be in that passion that we have and have that fire and bring the fullest potential to the table. Um, and I think that comes partly through being seen, seen and heard and understood is like free words that's very valuable to me um, sometimes that's even more valuable than being loved in some way but you know if you really feel like you're being seen and you're being heard and you understood mm. I think that's where it creates a safe space of you to be vulnerable enough to show up as your true self and give to the fullest um, well, it's a collaboration like a photography session where I am often empowering women today um, by creating that safe space of women not necessarily having to, you know, dress completely up or be like, I want to be this person, but going through a process with them while me having the camera for them to feel okay enough to be them. And it's incredible to see like how it transforms everything. And, what's even more incredible is to see what emotional experience I had of like, wow, by me feeling safe enough in this space, in this collaboration between two individuals, I could show up so much more authentically. Um, and yeah, so taking that knowledge from my photography, um, applying that into a lot of other projects I'm doing as well, which is um, the businesses that me and Nathan is doing together and um, we're kind of full-time a full-length documentary um, mm -hmm. as well as all our other projects um, focus it towards more sustainable um, projects and people is trying to do a change in the world that we somehow can offer a collaboration for and um, with the skills that we have in digital media um, yeah I think that's enough rambling for me <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank great. you mm, thank, thank you. you i found myself it's 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 beautiful to hear everyone it, 
and I have to stop myself from going into reflecting back to everyone right now. I have to do my turn of, of introducing myself and then we'll do a, a round of reflection. Yeah, I mean, just want to say it's, um, I really feel the, you know, the, the beauty and the, the, the power of these conversations and the importance of these conversations. So thank you. Um, I'm Edward, I'm the founder of The Temple. I'm also as well a body psychotherapist, We're both trained in core energetics. Uh, I'm a spiritual life coach, I'm a shamanic practitioner. I mean, I have many hats, a bit like all of you. Uh, I'm also a bit of a photographer, um, web designer, and um, collaboration, I guess, is a, has been a theme over the past, oh, I don't know, five, six years. Me and Rob used to run a social enterprise in London for people living with HIV. So it was, it was again, a similar quote unquote to the temple and there's very much a kind of a, a social entrepreneurship, you know, that's, that's another hat I have on, which is very much the social entrepreneur. Um, so it's very much bringing in these values um, and understanding of the human being the, at a deeper level, the soul, our connection with the earth, with the cosmos, with each other, with like a kind of a, a structure, a profound structure. And that's where I'm really interested in, in that collaboration, that dance between the, our, kind of our, our vertical alignment with the self, with the earth, with the cosmos, and then externally with each other and how we can dance and co-create from that space. And you've all already shared some bits about that in, in very unique experiences from photography to, to, to corporate. And I love that, that same um, intention is behind that. So, and I feel that for me, that's my, I love that. I'm passionate about that. You know, I have this exploration. It's been something that has not, it's not always easy. Sometimes it's challenging. As Rob said, there's the ego of the leader and they're, you know, having to really drop that into a space of, of openness and connection and, and, uh, and, uh, and allowing and, um, and authenticity. So, you know, the temple is another beautiful example of collaboration. It, for me, it's like the ultimate right now in what I'm doing. This is the ultimate collaborative space, and, you know, with Rob, my brother's involved, my partner's involved, you know, we tons of co-creators are involved. And it's really learning a very new way for me to do it. And as ever said, that has been in my mind, you know, in the past, that kind of the triangular pyramidal structure. But I'm really interested now in the, the spiral, the circle and the spiral structure. Like when, when I tune in, I, I get very many images of, you know, that what spiral concentric circles as well, that kind of essence, instead of going mm. from, from this to this place and really having, you know, the, 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 the leaders within the center of the spiral or the circles that are weaving and bringing, you know, uh, resources, people, um, finances, whatever is needed for that collaboration to expand. So more in tune with nature, perhaps, uh, into like, you know, the, the Fibonacci sequence and that. So going through that frustrating period when the seeds in the ground and you don't see anything and you're just kind of watering it but not seeing it. And then suddenly, like, even today, what's happening is suddenly this, it kind of starts to come to life. You're like, oh, this is, this is what it could look like. It is what, this is what the power is. So I'm interested in watering that because it's really a space of love, but it's also very much a space of um, experimentation, you know, or receiving an ancient slash new way of being, which I guess is why it's called the forgotten art of being human. Um, yeah. There's many things to say about collaboration and partnership. But I would love to go around the table again and, and to hear your reflections um, on what everyone said. Um, see if there's anything I want to add. I'm also collaborating my, my partner, Rob, uh, another Rob, Robbie, we can call him to differentiate. Uh, he's also part you know, of this conversation. He couldn't be here today because he's, he's engaged in something else. But that's another challenge, <laughs> challenge and beautiful thing. Because a bit like you, JC, Nathan, you know, we, we're close and we want to create things and we are creating things together. So maybe in the, in the next iteration of this topic, we'll also bring him into it. But I wanted to mention him. Yeah, Eva, <laughs> take it. 
Yes, so many thoughts and so many feelings. Uh, I, I try to be short, but that's typically Swedish, isn't it, to be short? And, and <laughs> thinking about what you said first, Rob, about passion, how important it is. And I also think you mentioned it, Josie, that to be able to have this creativity and have the passion to feel free, we need to have, uh, feel uh, safety, that we are safe. And I think uh, becoming or becoming uh, going outside myself, I need to trust the group, the team I want to belong to. And that is what we are doing now, exploring who are we? Uh, how can I show that I'm trustworthy? What, what do I hear about you, to, you, you, you for? And um, I know in projects that uh, there is kind of definition for, for a team. If you say a so, team is a group that has um, a defined goal or purpose, or no, a common goal or purpose, and they de define themselves as a, as a team, as a group. And there's a lot of trust in that, but it can vary also because there are different tasks that are needed to be done, and it should be uh, organizing itself. I always use the word organize, organizing instead of organization, because that is a movement, you know? You shift depending on what is necessary. And what else? Oh, so many things, it was something. Yeah, it was also about the passion that <clears throat> when we do our best, we have our emotions in it, like the passion, and we have our competence, in it so we can do actions uh, so and then it's the thought that we have also that experience that we can contribute so when emotions uh, passion and actions work together that's the best that's uh, that's what i'm looking for because i can work i've been working like earning money but nowadays i work like for fulfillment of uh, a meaning different things and this group for me the per the reason for me being here is that i want to um, contribute with my experience my knowledge and i want to do things you know i'm a doer uh, and um, to find out what is my role because we're talking about different roles you ed as a leader of this group you've started the temple together with rob and rob but also that we can change roles during uh, the, the talk. I like that, that I as a person, Eva, I can have different roles uh, with the same people, you know, that is um, interesting. But I, I would like to, to, to <laughs> have some kind of action out of this because I'm a doer. Uh, what's our next step? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I don't know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> so many things popping into my head when people were talking. Yeah. But I'm going to see if I can make this into a coherent statement. I don't know what the right word is. But Josie, you were talking about uh, working with women, like a women's circle. And as soon as you said that, popped into my head, there's a, a blog post on the temple around, um, I can't remember what it's, what the topic's called, it's the forgotten art of vulnerability, maybe, or masculinity, it's one of those. And, but it's about defining them. The phrase used in the blog post is about the man box and how a man is very much confined by this definition of masculinity. And it talks about how you can, you receive something as a human being in terms of connection with other people in different ways. So the man in the gym or the man in the bar is very different to the man that's in the workplace or the man that's home with his partner. And it's like, we live within these boxes of masks, what's a better phrase, of where we are. And, and then Eddie were talking about nature and I was like, oh, actually the, the vision that came into my head was the bee going to the flower to pollinate mm -hmm. the flower and to go back mm -hmm. and feed the hive. And I was like, actually, we've talked about in sort of in the round, the, the ideal of the whole person being brought in and the passion and the purpose within collaboration. But actually what is wrong with 
having a box within partnership and collaboration. This is what I am receiving from being in this partnership or this collaboration. I don't need to receive the whole. You know, I don't, it doesn't need to be a passion project. It's actually, I get this passion from something else. So I might, it might be photography, but I would do something in partner with somebody else because it pays money or it gives me the time in order to do something such as photography outside of that. So is that in its a true partnership? Because my motivation to be there isn't the passion, which is the photography, which is outside. It's the, the means to the end in the same way as like we, we live within a man box and or you know, we have this definition of what we will receive in a particular place. So it's like I can be in the workplace and I can have my defined role within that workplace and I can have a leader telling me what to do and I can be happy being told what to do and just do that nine to five. Mm. And that's partnership, that's collaboration because I've chosen that, that definition to work within that role of that box. Which to me is slightly different to the idea of like partnership and collaboration has to be this whole passion, whole person <laughs> response <laughs> sort of thing. It's like, no, it doesn't have to necessarily be that. Good point. Yeah, I think that was really good. and. I'd really like to follow up with that because I agree, like it doesn't necessarily have to be your passion. And I think money can still be part of a partnership. It doesn't have to be necessarily an exchange of something non-monetary, but simply that I think in any partnership or collaboration, it, it should be about an exchange of what you need. So if, if you need money in a certain moment, then it's okay to ask for money as part of that partnership. And I think um, this is often one of the reasons why collaborations and partnerships fail is people, and I can speak from personal experience, find it hard to be clear about what value we want out of a collaboration. So I, I'm personally someone who likes to give a lot. So when someone approaches me for a collaboration, I'm more than happy to give what they're asking, but I don't necessarily know what I want in return. And so often by, from my own fault, really, I can sometimes be undervalued for the work that I do or the, the collaboration, my, the part that I'm giving towards the collaboration. And I think, um, yeah, it's, it's really important to, when you enter into a collaboration, to be able to be clear and have some kind of agreement between the two people, like, about what, what is going to happen and how are we going to fulfill each other's needs for this exchange. Um, so that was one thing that came up. Um, I really liked what you said, Ava, about alternating roles and how you can be within a different role in, in a particular group of people. And I think that is um, certainly something that can come from a safe space. And when you get to that point, it's very easy to to be able to switch roles because you're allowed, you have that allowance to, to step into whatever role feels most comfortable for you or most challenging if you want it to be challenging in that period of time and have the collective support of everyone within that group. Um, so I'd like to put a question out to this group, like how do we create that safe space? Because um, oftentimes from so a quick little story, I used to work in uh, waste management for festivals. And so I'd have to manage like a, a big group of people who were underpaid and they were there to, to party. They weren't there to pick up trash. And so I had to motivate these people and, and kind of try and figure out like, how, how can we be friends? Like how can I as, as the manager be friends with these people that are supposedly working for me? And how can we collaborate on making this fun? And part of what I did to make that happen was to make sure that they got food, make sure I stood and I talked to them and I became friends with them and just really tried to give them everything that they required so that they could give me what I needed. Mm. And um, it really, it changed from be, being one of the people who was 
just picking up trash to then becoming a manager and implementing these very, very simple like tools, how much more of a safe space it was for people. And it made it much easier and a much more effective workplace because of that. Um, and then the final thing that came up was just about kind of competition and how, you know, our society so far has always been geared towards competing with each other. And much more what we're seeing now is that, you know, with, with the rise of the internet and kind of this ability to connect with multiple people, we've kind of recognized within ourselves that we all have something unique to give. And that for the most part, we aren't directly competing with people because what, what people value now, what people are looking for, particularly in personal brands is your voice and your unique story. And it doesn't matter if you're teaching something similar to someone else, much in the same way we're all sat here with our different life experiences talking about collaboration. That in itself is a, is a step away from competition and a step towards being ourselves, being unique and being able to provide value within a collective. Um, that's all for now. <laughs> Thank you. That was good. Mm. Mm. Just like everybody else, I have so many things in my head when you're <laughs> speaking. <laughs> um, and I feel like it's all kind of a bit out of context because now you threw me completely off track. <laughs> what you beautifully said. <laughs> um, just quick one on the fact, and I think maybe we all kind of touched a little bit based on it, or maybe especially you and you, maybe I suggest you, <laughs> um, with the overgiving, um, which, um, I mean, it's such an individual thing, a collaboration, and like you're, like how you're showing up and the work we're doing together and how I show up is very differently. I feel very much like, um, I want to be passionate about the things I'm doing and I'm actually having struggling a lot to do it if I feel like that passion is fading out a little bit um, because I'm a big believer of I want to be doing what I'm doing because that's where I know I will be able to give the best and that's where I also know I'll be the most efficient and where I know I'll have the highest level of productivity because I will have inspired actions as I'm going forward because I'm actually going forward in direction with something I want to do, hence I'm in alignment. Um, so like just reflecting on our collaborations, like right now I'm, I'm in the state um, where I'm not showing up as much as I could do because I'm actually taking time right now to reflect on the things or at least my roles in some of our partnerships and some of my tasks and jobs I need to come forward with um, because I'm feeling that lack of passion. Um, but it was really interesting listening to you, Rob, like how you have like defined your collaboration with something. And by defining that and being happy and okay with that, like I, I find that really beautifully and that almost bring the passion into it. Like I'm okay with this. It's almost about the relationship you have with yourself, with the relationship with that thing that really matters more. Um, yeah, so, so thank you. Um, and the overgiving thing. Um, I think both you and I, we tend to overgive a lot. And lately I've been practicing a little bit more with the gift economy, um, with my photography as well. And I'm very much in the startup phase. So I was also very aware of, I would probably feel like I'll be overgiving a lot because photography is an expensive service, it's an expensive thing. Um, um, but especially overgiving in a collaboration, um, I think it's a lot about trusting, not just in yourself and your own abilities and your own passion, what you can give, but also trusting in the other people in collaboration, both in the sense of knowing that they're not gonna like fuel fool you or they're not gonna suddenly like not honor what you're coming up with or not really hearing or seeing 
you. Um, and if you don't, if you don't feel like you can trust in other people to begin with, um, then I think like the run or like the train has gone too far as well. Um, especially for me, if I don't feel like in a collaboration to begin with, that I actually feel like I can also trust in them. And I feel like, like the space here is safe enough. I need to do a lot of work for myself in order to like actually do that. But I also need to feel like and can trust. And I think that also comes from what you're saying, speaking up your needs. And so often we are so many people, well, we all have so many talents, but often we also don't know where we actually can like direct our skills and talents. But if the opposite, including ourselves, is speaking up what it is that we need, we can so much better like direct the two together and find the match. Um, so I think as well in partnership and collaboration, it also comes a lot down to, you know, speaking your needs and both of what you actually want as well as what you can give. Um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's it for now. Mm. Yeah, thank you. you. Um, yeah, this I I'm really loving the different angles of the conversation because it's really bringing for me a, a new um, grounding to the idea of collaboration. Um, because there is there is the ultimate, which is what something I'm interested in, which is of course being authentic, being in our alignment, and being able to collaborate from that space. But there's also, as you say, Rob, that reality of, you know, we live in a world where right now we need money. Sometimes we don't want to be doing it, but there's a job that we have to do. Or, you know, a client comes to us with photography or something. And there's not really as much resonance as with someone else that we love working with. But we have to honor the job anyway. And so, and I think someone said it, it's, it's a, an, an interesting thing of, and I'm speaking from my personal experience, how can, which is a question for myself, like how can I then collaborate with this person giving as much of my heart and my, my energy and my creativity and my passion to what they are trying to deliver, what they are trying to create. Um, because I notice myself, it's when I'm, when I'm like creating something, I kind of like, yes, let's do it. And you know, kind of have a half expectation that others will jump in and want to give their best. But I'm, I'm realizing when it's, and there's a very specific example, I've been you know, doing some work for, for a company the past year or so, and I've always felt a bit, mm, a bit kind of resistant to fully diving in. I've done a, a beautiful work for them, and there's still a part that's like, ooh, a bit kind of mm, like this, whereas when I'm kind of guiding like the temple, it's like, it's like complete flow. So this is a nice question for me, and maybe you know, through the conversation, we can, we can see what that's like my sense is that there's maybe it's because there's not some some clarity like you mentioned that it really needs to be clear about what you're getting what you're giving and that maybe is really really important you know maybe that hasn't been there in this kind of dynamic but also some of one i think nathan or jc you mentioned communication and communication is, is super important as well and we're going you know to keep on this example and just to close it um i've often found that so right now there's a this relationship is coming to an end this this kind of collaboration that i mentioned and if, if you're really dropping deep it's the end of a cycle and it's just it's just how as nature works it just feels like it's ending something else is opening up but because there hasn't been like that depth of that communication, that collaboration of really kind of being open to that sense of being curious or being like, okay, is it, is it the right time? Is something ending? It's, it's on the top, it's come across as a bit conflicty. You know, it's a bit like, it's not very comfortable. It's a bit, lots of perceptions, lots of expectations, lots of thoughts and feelings. But what I've gone deeper, what's actually happening is life is saying, this is the end of, this collaboration, like that, that's the end of that cycle. Mm. And because there hasn't been perhaps, you know, that depth of communication of, uh, of also being able to kind of feel and stop and notice, you know, where am I at with this collaboration? You know, um, is it really 
where I need to be right now or I drawn somewhere else because maybe perhaps there hasn't been as much of that as was needed it's kind of ex the experience of it is um, a bit messier let's say which is also kind of you know why I'm really enjoying this format because we have, I know I slash we, you know, we've all had thoughts running through our minds as people are speaking. Imagine if the conversation was just that. We wouldn't, you know, find this cohesion that's coming out of this, you know, this, this weaving. So I'm really loving it. Um, yeah. And to answer your question, Ava, maybe this is something we can step into now because, you know, we have another 15, 20 minutes or so. We can do another round before a final round, another round of, you mentioned, you know, what is it, well, let's do something. Mm -hmm. I have this, this feeling that maybe we can all go around and share the, maybe one thing that we, we, we have found, we have learned about collaboration at one point, and then we'll turn that into like, you know, a little like five point kind of blog post or something. That's something that we can create together. So maybe as a round now, just really tuning into what is that one thing one thing that you would share with someone who's um, considering collaboration or want to to make bring more awareness and ease to their collaborations maybe that's something we can do for the doers make it more practical maybe are we doing the same same round yeah so i think so <laughs> you asked for it <laughs> yes that's the way it is um, I think one thing that touches me is the permaculture that you na mentioned Nathan um, I'm a pharmacist from the beginning and I've been working with like biology and cell biology and research and things in the in companies and um, uh, you know uh, or at least Rob and Ed I have sometimes compared uh, an organization with a living cell with all the functions and I can think about expanding that cell to permaculture which is so cyclic and I, I, I just, I don't know. And that, that's so interesting to, to find out, to describe an organization, because I'm interested in organizations, like an organizational consultant, both on, on the team level, but also on a structure or like, like a company level. How can I take in permaculture into my uh, not vision, but my uh, how I would how, how I have explained how I look upon an organization in a cell where there are many many cells in a permaculture system. Something like that. I don't know, but I, I would like to discuss with you, Nathan, about it if you are willing. That's what I'm saying. I think. I have a need and that's so important. I love it. Thank you so much because this is really to ask for things, not only thinking that I can give things, you know, I ask for um, advice. I ask for connections. I ask for feedback. I ask for what I don't see, what I can, if I, if I can contribute with something, do you see something that I can do? like that mm. beautiful that's that's a yes <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect introduction and it but before i before i say what it is <laughs> it's like it also shows me the beauty of like this structure because i wanted to respond to nathan's question about um how do we create that safe space? Which I felt you answered yourself in the rest of your comments, which then Josie then answered, <laughs> which then, then answered. And now Ava's just come home with this like beauty. Because my answer was RuPaul. <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> that's the RuPaul. And it's the same answer for Ed's question is what do we want as like an action from this? And um, it's the quote 
I, don't, I probably get it wrong, but it's um, how the hell are you going to, how the hell is someone going to love you if you can't love yourself? <laughs> and it was, the whole conversation just came from that question of how do you feel safe? Well, you need to create safety by allowing yourself to be seen. If someone feels as though they can ask for money, for put a value on what they feel they should get from a collaboration, or if someone feels they can take the time to step back and like, no, I need to do this myself, and I need to create this, or I just need time to reflect. If someone feels safe to be able to do that, because you do it, and you, you take that leadership in saying, you know, this is what I need, it does open the door for other people to step into that space for themselves. And I think, and for me, that's what the collaboration is. That's the, where the, the meeting of souls is. Whereas if I fully allow myself to be seen and speak my truth, then it's an invitation for the other person to do the same. And that's where you can get this, this joining. And it's not like it has to be this all the time, because by being in that space, you know you can go off and do this and still have that collaboration and, and partnership. And I, I like Ed, you, Ed, you said, with like the, the ickiness in something, not having that defined, why I'm in this relationship, what do they want from me? Then we always have these stories in our head and this voice of like, am I being manipulated? What do they really want? If I do this, is this gonna go wrong? Is they gonna judge me in some ways? Like, do I need to give more? Should I be giving less? Am I, do I resent them for not giving me enough money for the value I place on my, what I'm contributing? Like, but the, the conversation's not had, so no one's to blame. It's just mm -hmm. this is what we've created. And so it is very much, I think, you know, if there was anything about partnership and collaboration to sum up, it's like, what is my truth? It's like, so people, I need my self-love, I need to respect myself and my needs mm -hmm. in order to take that into a partnership and collaboration. Because otherwise I'm just going to externalize my frustration that I've created by not speaking that truth onto somebody else in that partnership. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, I think for me, maybe a take home for collaboration is to know also, I, th I think this runs smoothly for what you're saying, Rob, is to know when to say no to a collaboration as well. And really like try not to tie your personal relationship with the person that you're collaborating with to what you're doing. So if, if the collaboration doesn't feel good and you feel like you should do it because it's your friends or your partner or anybody that is close to you, don't, don't do it just because of that. Do it because you have something to, to benefit from doing it. Mm. So that's the one thing I would say. And the second thing is we are in a dire need of regeneration of our society of uh, the world around us. And I think it's vitally important that when we think about collaboration, we aren't just thinking about ourselves and the other person, but we're thinking about the greater collective and how mm -hmm. our collaboration is able to benefit not just us, but beyond the scope of what we're doing. Because there's always a way to make extra room for something greater than us, mm -hmm. but we just have to think about it in a different way to allow that to happen. Yeah. And yeah, I really encourage people to try and do that. So those are my two things. Great. Are you reading my thoughts? You speak for two of you. That's part <laughs> Telepathy. <laughs> oh, I, I said no things. <laughs> Whatever silent round. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. But like on, on that note, I think the last thing you said there is, um, is really important, mm. um, especially in this time we're in right now. Um, my, it was interesting, I saw a, um, I reflected on something earlier, which I was only applying actually to a, to a friendship or to a, a partnership, but now I'm certainly also replying it to this kind of partnership and collaboration. and. 
but like listening to all of you just like in this summing up it kind of like just came full circle to me um because we touched base and like clarity and needs and and asking um which i think is so so important and is such a inner journey as well um being able to like speak up about what your needs is um as well as your boundaries all of that you can only really know that if you have the clarity as well um which is a whole other journey in itself being clear in what it is that we want um because i remember many times i've gone into like situations where i'm like this just sounds amazing i'm not really really sure about what it is that i can give fully or fulfill for the other person because they haven't exactly described what the needs is um mm -hmm. so how can i also be the facilitator of like creating that space where they connect and also be vulnerable enough to ask what the needs are for me to make sure I can fulfill that. Um, but like what came to me is just like, it's so often we're looking for the right people to be with or have as friends or to collaborate with. And why not just be that person we're constantly looking for? Um, as in, and what you're saying, Rob, like, um, oh, now I clipped out my head before as you said. Um, oh, bummer. <laughs> Completely disappeared. Um, oh, damn. It was really, really good. Okay, it will come to me. I'm going to have to interrupt one of you afterwards. Yeah. It's, record, um, it's recorded, so you can listen to it again. Yeah. <laughs> Back in time. Um, but just... Um, oh, it's almost there. You said something with, um, it just kind of like also came full circle to me. You said something with like, um, all right, no, no, <laughs> okay. But like, how, how can we be that person we are, we're looking for in others and by creating, okay, now it's coming back to me, I think. Um, <laughs> By you showing up as that version mm. yourself, you're allowing other people to do it. Hence why if you're like stepping up into that person, you actually seek in others. But if you're doing that yourself, you allow us mm. to be that person themselves. And there you go. Then you potentially got the person that you were looking for or looking to collaborate with um, instead of just rejecting it straight away, not just like neglect the power of saying no. Um, but yeah. If that made any sense, that was kind of like my thoughts. That made sense. Yeah. Mm. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, there is definitely a thread weaving of these top, these points. Um, and just to add or to um, yeah to close that that circle. I'm really seeing through this conversation how. It is all about, you know, it's, it's all about that dance of the self and the all, isn't it? The self, the other, and the all. And true collaboration, of, from what I'm hearing, is really only, well, not true collaboration, but maybe more conscious collaboration or a, a heartfelt collaboration or a di divine collaboration, whatever you want to call it, is when there's a win-win-win, isn't there? It's like the win for me, I get what I need and I need to know what I need and my value and there's the, in the win for the other who I'm collaborating with and there's the win for the all. And maybe there's more wins, but something around that, really honoring the win, 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 you know, it's like a, there's that magic sweet spot when we, I, that happens and we're experiencing, I know in our lives and maybe even in the temple, like when there's a win, win, win and those are always honored, that is, and those are honored while respecting the the core like something that we're really clear with rob in the temple is that the core is love and community and human connection and then there's all these different strands for that you know there's the there's monetary exchange in the marketplace there's podcasts there's monetary exchange in the, the membership you know and but we want to keep those really clear so they really support and protect that that core which is you know, love and humanity 
and that is that is also that it's like the win there's the win for all and then there's the win for the collaborators it's like a win-win on every single side so i know that's maybe not always possible and this is kind of something that is to be explored and tried and you know, sometimes it doesn't work life also happens but that's something i would take away as something to to at least have an intention for and to check in you know is this is this still working for all of these levels and then knowing oh now it's not working anymore so either something needs to change or we end the partnership this cycle has closed maybe yeah okay let's have a final short round of um like um a closing comments whatever you want to say as a thank you um but also something to just close the circle and then we're complete for today Eva. I want to close by saying what I take with me is um, new ideas and not only for me but um, permaculture. I'm interested in permaculture really. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Let's talk. <laughs> mm. For me, I'd say the willingness to be in frustration in a part in a partnership or a collaboration. It's like it doesn't have to be perfect. So it's the same as being in a leadership role. It's like finding that space where I'm happy to sit in the not knowing, to not be right, to, to need to change things or to have that energetic level within the partnership that you can hold and be in that space. And, and going back to what Josie said, uh, that perception between the two of you, I can't remember how you termed it, but I recognize that to a degree, Ed and I have that in the temple as well. And it's just like that energetic connection with a project that very often we'll be having the same thought about direction of something or a, something that comes up on, a, um, something new that we might as a collaboration that we might do and that's for me there's that's because there's an energetic field around the temple in the same way there's an energetic field around you and and as a partnership it's like there's a, a sense of collaboration and partnerships has that we're energetic bodies and i think you can you can sense and feel the energy of a partnership and collaboration mm -hmm. And when you allow yourself to drop into that space, you can find out whether it's in truth or whether it's something else. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Good words. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely important to, to sit into that. And um, from, from this, this uh, round the table, I've been kind of thinking about what I'd like to do and what I, feels like it's encouraging me is to journal i don't actually journal at the moment and i think it's something that's really valuable for personal development and in many ways but particularly around this topic and every time you're feeling a, a collaboration coming up like writing down your thoughts and uh, i just wrote like a, a five question journal prompt which i can share afterwards of what I was thinking to ask myself, so we can share that. And Ava, I'd be more than happy to talk about permaculture with you. And um, I think you have a lot to to share, and I can really sense that there's so much wisdom in you. So I'd definitely be happy for a collaboration mm -hmm. there. So thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um. I think there's just so much wisdom in these kind of collaborations come together. Um, I often come with the beautiful lessons afterwards. So right now I'm just filled with gratitude and appreciation for all of you and for all of us taking the time to come together, um, both for the benefit of ourselves and each other, but also for the whole collective. Um, and yeah, I'm just, Dwelling in gratitude over that and hope to meet you all soon. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, and do something also 
face to face next to each other. Yeah. So I'll just say thank you. Thank you so much for sharing up. And I think that's one of the biggest things we can do right now. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Mm. The most exciting thing for about collaboration, I guess, is for me is the unknown. Is the unknown and because like even this space, you know, there was this impulse to do it in this format and that was still an unknown and I had no idea apart from a known inside that that was what was needed. And the same happens when you meet, when you dance with people, you really don't know what, <laughs> what you're creating, you know, until, I don't know if you ever do, until down the line, that's my sense. Like for the temple with Rob, you know, it's very much the unknown every moment. Um, and that's, yeah, that's what I'm excited about. Um, stepping into the unknown together, because it's really, you know, being in the unknown, one person, but then two or three, four, five, and then everyone steps into the mystery and that's where the magic happens. <laughs> you know, instead of being in our models and structures and plans, which have their place, but there's something quite exciting about bringing the unknown into it as well. And, and allowing that magic to unfold and manifest, you know, which might be frustrating and scary at times. It might also be quite powerful in other moments. So, yeah, I'm, I've loved the unknown of today and what's come from it and the magic. And um, that's my takeaway, even personally, too. That also, also explains perhaps the, sometimes the resistance to collaboration. Because if, I'm, if, I, if, if I don't collaborate, at least I can stick to my plan. <laughs> But if I then collaborate, you know, I'm open mm -hmm. to changing it. And then there's this, there's a bit of resistance to that. So, but actually there's so much beauty that comes from the unknown. So, yeah, I want to honor that as well. And I want to all, honor all of you for showing up today and diving into this first mm -hmm. round table. Around the table, I think we're going to call them. <laughs> Make more sense. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, Rob and Eva, I'll see you in person luckily soon. Nathan and Josie, virtual hug and see you in Crete hopefully next year. Yes, a hug, hug like this. Yeah. Hey, now you'll see. Hey, now you'll see. Hey, now. Hi, hi, Eva. <laughs> yeah, lots of love, everyone. Good. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Bye. 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 Bye.